This is a medicinal mass network production. Enjoy. I'd like to tell you all about the town of Medicinal Mass, Oklahoma. That's where we make these podcasts for your consumption. Medicinal Mass is not a large town, nor is it a cosmopolitan city like uh, San Francisco or Branson, Missouri. But it's a good town, a small town. Every morning, I get up and, and ride my horse and buggy up to the audio mill, where we hand grind the stone, turns our harvested audio into the MP3 files that you listen to every day. True, that's the old-fashioned way of doing it. We do it that way because we think it makes it sound better. Just ask old man Valentine. Yes, it's the way we grind uh, the taste into the audio that uh, really makes it come out in the wash. That's right. And old man Valentine walks every day to and from work because he's not allowed to go anywhere else due to the bracelet around his ankle. Oh, is that old school marm Shannon? Racist conjecture. (laughs) Here we come aboard our local radio DJ, Marissa. Hello. That's right here in the town of Medicinal Mass, Oklahoma. (laughs) We he has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> I'm not even operating off a script. I just got this weird ass. He just literally has been doing this ass. all afternoon. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, time to go to the old audio mill and <laughs> grind out at some MP3. This has been going on since dinner, guys. What's up, Truth Seekers? Welcome back to the FBI Basement, the podcast where we watch and record every single episode of The X-Files, and we do it because they have our children. We have kids? Wait, no, when did that happen? I am your host. No, explain to me where we are, why we have kids. The year that you were in the thing? Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, I am Todd. I'm your host for this podcast, and I'm joined today by... My panel of co-hosts, uh, Shannon, my better half. Hi. And writer, too. She's writes books. Coming in uh, as well is uh, our resident artist and former professional frightener, model American, really, Marissa. What? <laughs> what makes me a model American? <laughs> your, rugged indi- your, your rugged individualism. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the Sultan of the Medicinal Mass Network, our producer, and the John Gotti of On Demand Audio. Oh, my God. <laughs> Valentine Strand. How do you do? <laughs> I should actually apologize for that, because John Gotti was, by all accounts, a very shitty criminal. Mm. <laughs> I am offended. Uh, apologize good, to me directly. I'm a good criminal. <laughs> Why are you offended? I no. am Italian and maybe related to them. Just kidding. Maybe not. <laughs> Please don't kill me, members of the Gambino family. Hey, there's a reason they call it the Gambino family and it's not the Gotti family. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there. I'm going to be a hater because okay. I'm a hater. Today uh, on the program, we have got bugs and dermatological disasters. 
So this is the episode that really bothers me because you sat there and watched me dry heave during it. And this is, uh, it is called F Emasculata. It is the 22nd episode of the second season. I seriously uh, dry, I dry heaved and gagged so much through this too. Like I, <laughs> I hate so, this episode so much. Like with the I mouth open. Oh, like, I don't remember a lot about this apart from Todd saying you're doing really well about not gagging. Like, there's really nothing. Oh, God, you. Ew, 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 ew. And then I, I went to throw up and couldn't. The end. This episode was written by Chris Carter and Howard Gordon. And uh, yeah, well, that explains everything then. Directed by Rob Bowman. So, do I have to watch it now? Because I know it's going to not be good. It's sort of a monster of the week, but I feel that it has, it's one of the again that has myth arc um, uh, implications. Since it's not necessarily focusing on alien on the alien abduction angle they're running right now, but it's more very much on the conspiracy side of things, right? Deep state stuff. Yeah, it's very deep state. Um, I, I feel like there will be some reverb added to deep state. <laughs> but uh, we're going to jump into the recap right after I tell you about the FBI basement. Patreon. Yay! He got it finally. <laughs> the FBI Basement Patreon is located at patreon.com slash FBI Basement, or you can find links on our Facebook or our website at medicinalmass.com. It's dot net. It is dot com. It is dot net. Like the episode. Go to hell, Marissa Leterio. <laughs> this you episode. Was it was pretty funny. <laughs> For you can become our patrons for as little as one dollar per month and get access to special on-demand audio clips. Get access to uh, visual art goodies. Help us buy inflatable T-Rex costumes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we all, which is which are necessary. I really want one now. <laughs> Also, you'll, you you may find after you've donated to the FBI basement that you feel really good about yourself. Mm, that, that warm and fuzzy feeling. Well, you know, if you are depressed, people say good things and it will make you feel better. And Or do drugs. Or drugs. That's good <laughs> advice. Not, not do nice things. <laughs> do nice things and then do some drugs. Give do people nice things. drugs. Give your friends yeah. drugs. Do nice things, but always save room for drugs. It's like it's like yeah, like yeah, drugs. Oh, what, drugs are the depression. Oh, you dessert. also you also get into our Discord server. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yes. I will post where we post the dankest of memes and uh, dog pictures. None of our dog. Fuck that. But you know, dog pictures. Also, uh, one more request I have before we start this to all of our listeners: please send nudes. Okay. Hot nudes? Hot nudes. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. They want pictures. I just want noodles. Delicious noodles? Pad thigh. Pad thigh. Thigh? Thigh. Oh, God. I'm so jealous now. It's just ramen. <laughs> Don't be jealous. Oh. <laughs> we begin in the rainforests of Costa Rica. The shining star of the Caribbean. Wait, no. Hmm? Wait, are you sure it's not... You say Costa Rica. Are you sure it's not Vancouver? Costa Rica, Vancouver? Well, I do know that uh, Robert Torrance is there. Uh, he is an etymologist and uh, is it that the name golfer. of the kid from The Shining, though? Robert Torrance? That was Daniel. Oh, 
then this episode just got really boring for me. Anyone else? No. Yes. (laughs) Maybe. uh, He is checking out a boar that seems to be in a state of decomposition with some serious bad acne. I mean, give this. Oh, God. This poor guy needs. Yeah, this poor boar needs to go to the clinic counter and get that like anti zip thing. Oh man, I wish I could still afford it, but it's like 40 bucks. But it's really good and it's worth the 40 bucks. In other news, I would like Clinique to sponsor our podcast. Uh, so he is trying to extract a bug from one of these big pustules on the boar, right? Why? Mm-hmm. And the, the pustule pops. As he's <laughs> as he's like biting his tongue and doing that kid thing where he's like got his mouth open and like oh god. <laughs> Right, so this stuff goes all over his face. Yeah, this is where Todd's in his like, mouth. Yeah, like this is where Todd's like, you're handling this very well. And then I rewound it and yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, it was. This show is why I've always surprised you're so easily grossed out. I I know. I don't understand. Like, so much of this show is like absolutely, it's worse than a lot that's out there now. Mm. Some like, It's not the greatest looking, but like. The concept. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't really understand why it. I I. You're right. It's like it makes no sense. But yeah, it, this this is just this is an episode that I really couldn't handle. So I, I'm not knocking you. I will pass out for uh, somebody else bleeding a lot. I get really faint. <laughs> Later that night, Torrance has developed some of the same boils onto his own face, and he's radioing for help. But the group of soldiers that arrive to give him the evac find him very much dead. His, like, face was uh, decomposed and everything. You could, like, see through to his jaw. It looked like... It looked really fucking cool. Oh, that's not not bad. I'm watching it as we speak. Not bad. It was very morbid. It it was probably one of the more morbid since... uh, Was it the spider things that killed the dude in the car? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the fireflies. There we go. The insidious fireflies from yeah. Nervous Falls, yeah. Like, we haven't seen a corpse look that that uh, grotesque since then, I would say. No, I think but I'd I agree with you on that. The yeah, no. Changing corpse. Mm. You get, like, ten feet away from it, it's a completely different prop. <laughs> At a prison in Dinwiddle County, Virginia. D- Dinwiddle? What the f- Dinwiddle. Tell me that's not a real place in Virginia. I will, I will say, I have no idea. Probably is. Um, no, well, you check on that. I'm going to run to the bathroom and take a dinwiddle. <laughs> yes, it is real. Oh, wow. Where, where the fuck is it? Um, it is out in central Virginia towards um, Appomattox. Okay. Why is it called dinwiddle? Dinwiddle origin. It's going to get completely stuck up on dinwiddle, right? We haven't even gotten past Name meaning Scottish have... Habitational name for someone from Dinwiddie near Dumfries. No, that's Dinwiddie. Never mind. This just makes more. It is named for Robert Din. Okay, it's named for Robert Dinwiddie, who was one of the first lieutenant governors of the state of Virginia from 1751 to 58. Well, still there in prison. It's a prison, and um, uh... and apparently is also the home of Elizabeth Hobbs Keckley, who made dresses for Jefferson Davis and Mary Todd Lincoln. So there. I hope everyone is fucking happy. There, you had some Virginia history. Can we get on with this goddamn episode? Why would he have made? I was right. Why would a Jefferson Davis need a dress? What? 
I I will discuss it with you on the other podcast that I'm not going to do right now. Okay, so the there's a prisoner there who also happens to be named Robert Torrance, and uh, he gets a package uh, slit through the food slot in his door. Oh, is it his Playboys? I hope it's his Playboys. It's been so lonely lately. Not a fruitcake, that's for sure. Todd, what is he given? A a boil-covered piece of pork. It's what's for dinner. I, I don't believe that it, they would accidentally send it to a... Well, we'll get to it, but it's... I would. I don't believe that would actually would get to a prison. Okay, so here's the thing that we fun. know. Here's the thing we know about prison mail, having known several people who have gone to prison and watched a lot of, you know, lockup on MSNBC. <laughs> they read your mail. They read your shit. They, they read your fucking... They will open you. your mail and be like, I don't think they would actually let this go through. They don't let right. a lot go through for silly reasons. I believe the implication is that uh, it was intended to go through. Yeah. And then it opens up a lot more questions about this episode that will never get solved because, spoiler alert, Chris Carter wrote it and he never answers <laughs> a goddamn question. So. And, uh, you know, one of the, the, the zits on the pork chop pops and just uh, infects the fuck out of him. He de- He's dead 32, uh, 30, about 32 to 36 hours later. Yes. And later on, the prison laundry detail is rolling through to collect his, his bed sheets and shit. This is Paul and Steve, who I'm pretty sure are both white supremacists. They look. They like don't it. say it. They don't say it, but they look like they're like white supremacists. Kind of, yeah, they look like they're the kind of guys who would join the Aryan Brotherhood. Prison. They were totally wearing mega hats. So, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> they came in, and you know, I, I can't think that these guys went down for anything short of a me- short of meth possession with intent. Well, to I think Steve was probably going to jail for a white collar crime. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea. I was going to make a joke and then I really couldn't think of a white collar crime. They probably both had meth or armed robbery charges. Like They so. did manage to escape in their laundry cart, which makes this a pretty shitty prison, I think, if they let these guys out. They, they have the worst fucking, like, no, this is one of the worst fucking security details I've ever seen. Sounds like a whimsical adventure. Escaping a laundry cart. Uh, Mulder and Scully are brought in to aid in the U.S. Marshal's search of the fugitives, which is strange because the FBI usually doesn't in case it's like... Uh, Unless it's like a like when Ted Bundy escaped from prison. These guys are not Ted Bundy. They're not nearly as smart. This, uh, this guy is from uh, Breaking Bad. Which one? That's who he is. Okay. What? Did I miss a... Okay, so I missed a dude from... Ah... I missed that guy in this thing, kind of. I'm sorry, I'm so focused on soft light, I completely forgot. Yeah. The the balding. I'm just so desperate for them, one of them to be Raylan Givens, but I know they're not. And that's a really fucking good show. So, and it turns out that the whole prison is under quarantine from the CDC and the National Guard. Oh, this is like my favorite fucking lie, though, because Scully should have picked up on it. And she's like, okay, whatever. La, 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 corpses. That may be why. Like, she just gets to hang out in corpse rooms through a lot of this episode. Right. She goes, why? Uh, she goes, I don't know. And then she, she's just like, okay. <laughs> okay, cool. 
as he's saying it, she has to turn around and she's dancing with the corpse and she's like, what? Oh yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So Mulder, uh, is going to be leaving with the marshals for the manhunt while Scully is, um, uh, going to stay around and And really just some corpses. Like this is her, this is the best day of her life. It's like, Hey, Scully bodies. And she like is no longer mad at him for anything that he has done. And like the entirety of the season, like (laughs) he ditches her, but it's like, she wanted to be ditched because this is her favorite thing. She gets to just like, there are scenes of her hanging out in corpse rooms. Well, it turns out that the lockdown population is infected with an exceedingly deadly contagion. Uh, it's the deadly Metaba virus, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like Captain Trips. Kind of plays out kind of like uh, the stand. Hmm. Oh, yeah, you're right. It does. Uh, Scully is initially um, uh, rebuffed by a lot of the staff, but it turns out that there were 14 confirmed infected and 10 of those 14 have been confirmed dead so far. I also like that they left a woman alone in a men's prison, by the way. Can we just enjoy that for a moment? Like that is not something that comes up at all. Like you're in a crisis lockdown mood mode and you leave a woman in a prison and like, okay, so nope, we're not going to even. All right, fine. I mean, kudos for not, you know, going that way. But really, yeah. But otherwise than that, the CDC is not being very cooperative with uh, Scully, despite her medical credentials and her uh, FBI position and her floopy red hair. Doctor Osborne, Doctor Osborne gives him gives her a little bit of information, but she doesn't realize the the extent Dr. of Norman the, Osborne. She doesn't recognize the extent until she sees the bodies piled up in the uh, incinerator room where they are just tossing these dudes into the furnace. She's really this upset what, about that. Yeah. Yeah. This is where she has the dilemma where she's like, oh, my God, the wrap. Do I do I open them or do I keep them sealed? You know, oh, like, she open she opens yeah. them. She <laughs> opens them wide up. She sees the pustules and um, uh, Dr. Osborne catches her doing it. And he's pissed off like, no, do not unwrap those. And while he's trying will to cut down on the collector value, if you unwrap exactly. them, <laughs> like when you, but he wraps them, but he's, he's in the process of wrapping back up. And one of the pimples pops on him. Gets him right in the mouth. What the fuck? Yeah. Why, just like, why is everybody's mouth open when this is happening? You notice like, okay. Did we skip so, the public bathroom scene? No, we're going to get to it. I think so, that happens right before. And uh, it's really awkward. You see the guy that they, they apparently steal the RV from go in like he's got some kind of secret. Like he looks around and then he takes it and he unzips his jacket when he gets in the bathroom before the guy sneaks up on him. Very, very awkward. He was taking out a pen so he can write down his number so he can give out BJ's along the road. It's like he shifts his glands. Like there's something going on. There is another story that they choose to not focus on here. (laughs) It's kind of kids and a very angry wife. So, (laughs) (laughs) Terrence, are you done in there? Right. So yeah, these guys go into the 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 escapees. We rejoined them. They're on the road, and um, uh, one of them is calling his girlfriend and and their and what I can only assume is their baby. (laughs) 
I feel like that's the baby from Calisari, though. I feel like they had the kid for two days. Like, then they had to take him back to the orphan petting zoo. You're not allowed to pet orphan orphans. Pet- <laughs> <laughs> then they get their hopes up. Orphan no, I feel like I feel like that's the thing is it's like, oh, we got this kid for one more day. Let's put him in another episode before we take it back to the orphan petting zoo. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really do. And the kid, like, the kid looks like, char- like, the kid looks like, like the baby who is murdered in Calisari, though. Uh, the clerk from the gas station that they stop at finds Steve um, uh, with the pustules in, on his face lying on the floor of the bathroom. And he's like, hey, Steve, what's going on? And then he is horribly murdered. Oh, not Question murdered. mark? He's knocked, he's knocked unconscious. Uh, and uh, they they take off when uh, Scully calls Mulder to tell them about the uh, contagion and the fact that the two men may be n- infected. And this thing is absolutely deadly kill you within 36 hours it's the deadly mataba virus basically these two assholes are the outbreak monkeys and they're gonna kill us all basically (laughs) they're gonna kill a small village and quite possibly kevin spacey see this is why i think antibodies ripped this episode off i think this is not hard to rip off that's the thing i think this is kind of a i agree but continue the marshals raid the gas station and find the and find uh, the clerk laying in the same bathroom. And Mulder go, runs off to the uh, Mulder, um, uh, thinking the tra- uh, the others seem to think the trail has gone rather cold. Mulder runs out to the payphone. Remember payphones? <laughs> okay. So, like, you want one of my major issues with this fucking episode is if one of them has a girlfriend. Isn't that like maybe the first place that the marshal should have gone is like, okay, what are his known associates? Does he have a girlfriend? Okay, so he does. We need to go find her first and sit on her. You know, I would assume. Like, good law. Yeah, good law enforcement practice. They had brought that up, but his reasoning for not doing it was because all of the documents needed were locked up and he wasn't going to try and figure it out. And then Mulder was like, okay. Yeah, Mulder, oh. goes to the, Mulder goes to the payphone and dials up the uh, dials the uh, the operator and, and says, he's like, "Hey, Marge," and she's like, "Oh, hey, Fox." And they chat for a little bit, and you know, gives him the badge number and and requests the last phone number called from the phone. Do you remember when that was like the easiest way to get information? Is just be like, "Yeah, here's my badge number." Blah blah blah. It never worked for me. I I right. I'm wanted in several states. So has anyone tried to call an operator from their cell phone? No. Have you? Never no. done that. I think I'm gonna try that when we're done though. <laughs> no, I'm in if it works. I just need to know if you're there. <laughs> I need someone to talk to. While Mulder is getting the number though. A CDC helicopter rolls in, and the poor store clerk is being hauled out in a, um, uh, it, it looks like an incubator. He's got an iron lung. All the dudes are wearing clean suits. Yeah, that poor guy is gonna, yeah, this is, this is bad for him. Okay, back to Paul and Steve. Um, uh. They get the they get Paul gets to, to his girlfriend's house with Steve in tow. Steve is uh pretty advanced in his uh 
He's dying. Disease. Let's she just fucking call it as is. He is dying. dying. And Elizabeth is there with him. Like, oh, you brought a friend and oh, he's really nasty. Thanks, honey. I like how they left a uh, disease-infested prison that they knew was getting sick. And his friend is dying, obviously, right next to him. He's like, I don't know what's wrong with him. Let's bring him in with my girlfriend and kid. Yeah, let's expose my toddler to this because he doesn't have he doesn't have a full you know if you expose it to him young you can develop a a tolerance for it right or a fucking resistance Mm. herd immunity right i'm not gonna have that get i'm not gonna have my kid vaccinated no siree that'll make him a retard no get your kids vaccinated that's what we we here at the fbi basement stand for but uh no yeah he (laughs) They basically, yeah, Elizabeth gets to tend to this sick guy who is, you know, helping her fugitive brother. And brother, uh, boyfriend? Bro- boyfriend could be both. These I think guys, it's both. You guys I, are I look at these hicks, two and I think, <laughs> who knows? They're hicks. Who I knows? feel like I look at these two and I feel like that incest is one of the crimes he's never been charged with. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, she's tending to this guy and uh, she gets popped. Literally, pop like, goes the pimple. Oh, oh it's in her so mouth. Like, God damn it. <laughs> like, so this guys, is the point where why I just, all these guys have their mouths open when they're tending to. to by the to way, her reaction stuff. is my reaction to this entire episode of her just <laughs> freaking out and screaming and smacking her face and washing it. This is literally how I reacted through the entire episode to every pimple pop. This is what always happens to me when I'm like saying how good the dog is and then it sneezes right into my face and it's like right in my goddamn mouth every time really that's what this feels like and it's just as disgusting and uh income but uh income but as uh, steve passes from this world god bless you steve Stay on, Steve. Stay on. We'll miss you, buddy. Uh Mulder and the marshals break into the hu- uh, bust into the house and start the raid uh they bring in elizabeth but paul has already just he left beaten it <laughs> scully meanwhile is looking for clues and finds the remnants of the package that was sent to robert the prisoner robert torrance okay so i had a weird thought and i need you to confirm it for me is this the package r, K- r. kelly is singing about at the end of trapped in the closet did you just make a trapped in the closet reference? Yes, I did. I just shut down the podcast with that. <sighs> I'm going to have to listen to that song now. There's a couple <laughs> things I got to do after this podcast. You should not so much listen to it as you should find the videos of R. Kelly watching the trapped in the closet videos. It is truly glorious. Oh my god, they'll do it, won't they? No, 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 no. So, trapped in the closet is full cinematic hip hop, bruh. And then mm-hmm. R. Kelly does commentary mm. on this, but it literally is him cuts to him talking about it <laughs> while watching it, and R. it is. Yeah, I have, truly I have beautiful. listened to the uh, R. Kelly real talk things. Those are pretty funny. I didn't pee on that bitch. So who pees on Elizabeth, though? Eh. 
the package that was sent to Scully was sent by uh, Pink Pharmaceuticals. Which makes me think that they do like vagina stuff. Which is a major drug developer. Uh, and with the dumb name. And as she is rooting through corpses, she does find another insect, an insect. Osborne, now developing pustules of his own, comes to Scully and is now a lot more forthcoming about what's going on. They're not with the CDC. This is all pink pharmaceuticals. Why? Uh, the insect that Scully found is called Facilfaga emasculata. Not real. Not not real. Which that, is, bu- um, that bug that they have, I can't, I don't know if that's the real name of it, but that bug, uh, I have a lot of those in Minnesota. It's it, They made it up, but yeah, it's not real. Yeah, I don't know what the name is, but that bug, it actually, uh, it is a bloodsucker. And uh, the bug uh, produces a dilating enzyme, apparently, and it carries the symbiotic protozoan that attacks the human immune system. So this bug just basically give you super AIDS. Hmm. So it is the. So basically, this is the package from R. Kelly's Trapped in the Closet. Yeah. <laughs> is basically what you're saying. Because somebody got the package. Who yeah, got it's the like package? It basically, the larva is implanted in your skin when they bite you, and the they become the boils. And that's huh. how they sort of and and. Kind of like plague, I guess. But they die from having surface wounds. It's interesting. And that uh, Pink deliberately introduced the bugs into the uh, the insect into the prison as a te- uh, uh, to use it basically as a test site. Why? Do they ever really say why they do this shit? They wanted to use... He explained that they were trying to figure out the properties that this bug had for whatever beneficial thing and they needed them as guinea pigs. Right. And now this is like it, huge, absolutely huge, huge kind of conspiracy. And of course, Mulder wants to just blow the lid right off of it. He takes it directly to Skinner's office. And who is there? Santa, the smoking man, smoking Santa. <laughs> Smoke daddy. Smoke daddy. Smoke daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's what he, that's what we call him from now on what do we call him smoke daddy okay yes. glasses daddy smoke daddy surprise <laughs> bitch spooky daddy spooky vet daddy and surprise bitch um Mulder is of course adamant that the people should know the truth <laughs> But the uh, but but both Skinner and uh, I like how the muse Smoke Daddy is Smoke here. Smoke Daddy is like you know the truth is probably going to charge cause more harm. Okay, than are you sure about this, buddy? Because like I like how bemused he is by Mulder's like indignation there, though. Like oh, what? Okay, you're adorable. <laughs> but basically, you control the disease by controlling information. Uh, and even Scully is on the side. Yeah, exposing this, putting this on the eleven o'clock news is going to cause major panic. Um, and it sort of becomes a point where Mulder has the choice of basically stopping the disease and saving lives, or blowing the lid off of everything. And then he hesitates, and it's taken away from him. 
There's yeah, no then lesson. Scully, then Scully agrees with Skinner's, uh, like Skinner's idea to not say anything. Uh, Mulder actually uh, gets the information as to where um, uh, Paul is headed from Elizabeth. And apparently he's boarding a bus to Toronto, bus to um, uh, Canada. Yeah, okay, he had to I, waterboard his girlfriend first. I have a question, though. Um, why? Well, I think that uh, Mulder sort of talked her into it with the no, um, uh, I, disease I want to know why he's going to Canada. To get out of the country. But Canada. Free health care to get that get the herpes okay, so yeah, that's true. he does have some herpes going on <laughs> right and this guy's got some serious herp going on here um uh, Mulder's only chance to to stop the disease and, and and save everybody is with this guy because he can because if he can get a state a statement from him they can implicate pink pharmaceuticals right yeah because uh, all of the other the all of the other tissue had been burned that's what Scully had gotten across to him, that if he wanted to get the truth out, he'd need uh, his statement. And then he, they come up with this plan on how he's going to do all this. And when he gets on the bus, he fucks it all up and does the exact opposite plan. Yeah. Right, because he because they're going to like, you know, he's going to get on in plain clothes and find the person and put a gun to the back of his head. It's <laughs> such a ridiculous plan. Dude. I'm going to sit behind him. And oh, put by the way, the, and, and do we also mention that, that little Billy is taking his first bus ride to see his... I like how they're just like, oh, my little boy is growing up and is taking a bus to Canada. Like, who the fuck is putting their kid alone on a bus? <laughs> now, I remember, like, dude... I was like 17 before they'd let me fly alone on a plane. Who the no? Now remember, but now remember, I've I've hollowed out the inside of your jacket, so just fill that with bag with as many bags of BC bud as you possibly can before coming home. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's uh, good shit though. But she's okay. So like, and you know exactly what's going to happen to that kid as soon as he gets on the bus. Like, oh boy, this ain't going to be fun. You yeah, it's make sure you. Can kiss your mother one more time before you get on the bus. Why? Because you may not get off it. So Mulder gets um, on, doesn't Mulder gets on and doesn't immediately see Paul. So he turns to the driver and um, uh, tells him, "Look behind, look back slowly," and to show his badge and says, "Have you seen this guy get on the bus?" And he said, "Yeah," and he sort of points him out just as um, and uh, that's him right there. Just as oh Paul is God. getting out of the bathroom after dropping, uh, what I can only imagine has to be really disgusting. Dropping it, whatever deuce the, the the side effects might be, you know, the kind of poop only prison food can produce. Prison food and whatever. Prison food and 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 and, and bug pimp, and bug pimples yeah. and anal rape. Um. So oh, yeah. yeah, but he's getting out and. He's, and he sees the driver pointing and immediately, of course, pulls his gun and picks up this kid. Now, while this standoff is happening and Mulder's having the standoff, the guy is holding this kid right up against his face Next where the, there is this oh my God. actual yeah, pulsing, pulsing uh, bus jewel is like, and, and it's sort of like, oh God, that thing is going <laughs> to pop all over the kid. You know what it looks like? You know what it was kind of looked like to me at that moment? It looks like Pestulio from that episode of Invader Zim. It looks like they've got to have someone like behind him with like a little hand pump just making that thing. Yep. Yeah. You ever seen seen Ren and Stimpy? Oh, man. The close ups in that show. 
there's a there's an episode where I think it's Ren. He's biting a pimple, and it's I just looking at this thing throbbing. I just wanted that kid to like reach out and like put his just bite onto it and just clamp it and mm. almost pop it into his mouth. It's like that's where this episode's leading. Everyone's getting it in their mouth. This kid might as well just latch onto it like a nipple and suck a well. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm cutting you off right there. No, thank you. That's a hard no. Hard, hard no. no. Let's no. take about let's take about uh, ten to ten to fifteen percent off of that squirrely Dan. <laughs> Why are you so fucking awkward? <laughs> oh, letter Kenny. I am dying. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the standoff ends though when the when a sniper's bullet blasts through the uh, blasts window. through the postural and everyone dies. That's how it should have ended. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, all the proof that was left goes back. And you know they had apparently the these guys were like ten steps ahead. Anything that that they brought to uh, brought to the attention of the public could be easily denied or. And stuff like that. It's got to be, it's really frustrating for Mulder. It's going to get worse. Like, here's the thing is that we are, what, we're at 22. 22. So we have like, what, four more episodes in this season? Yeah. Three or four. I feel like this is just a little bit of foreshadowing before we get to Anasazi, which we're going to get to in like two episodes because we'll have Soft Light, then Our Town, and then I think Anasazi. I feel like there's a little bit of foreshadowing here, considering what goes on in Anasazi, and I won't, I won't say more than that. I feel like it's foreshadowing, though. Someone want to disagree with me over there, Marissa? Nope. No, but you're right. Like when you're like looking at it back from now, from knowing what's coming, it's like yeah, kinda. It's the same formula of uh, being right at the cusp of being able to blow the lid off of something. And then right gets the rug ripped out from under him. Like yeah, always. and it, this is a pretty much perpetual with the X-Files, though. That's from Mad Magazine. <laughs> I hate it. Oh! <laughs> what is this? What, what, what are we looking at? Oh, no, come you. on. I had that issue. Nasny. I probably do too, but I'm just like, no, thank you at this point. Okay, so you could feed uh, a family with that, you could feed like five families. <laughs> Episodes uh, over. Truth is out there, but they still can't reveal it because yada yada yada. So I feel like apart from just the nasty zits, this is a pretty forgettable episode. Mm. I like it. I I like the um. Uh, I I kind of like the way the episode is set up. No, and there's but like then, a sin- but then it also kind of rips itself off from other seasons. Like you know, like oh, well, we can only find out if it bites you if you're infected. This is kind of ice like, and well, mm-hmm. yes, 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 but no, but because yes, <sighs> but no, but because the I think that the fugitive chase added a different aspect to it, a sense of urgency and uh, what was the one where what was the one where. Mulder was chasing the dude to the top of the ski lift, so they added that one into it. Okay, the fugitive <laughs> chase. Because you're right, we haven't done that before. But, I, but no, I get what you're saying. It was a good episode. Um, I thought that I thought it was good. I thought it was well paced. <laughs> I thought it was well paced. I just yes, don't remember. I, yeah. I don't remember a lot about it. That's my problem. No, I and thought I it was know. a good episode too. There was I, the gross out effect. I think was really what had me like. Uh, I don't know. It's a love hate 
episode. At the end of the day, without the actually really impressive makeup, uh, even though it looked a little dry, and the pulsating, it w- would have been like a meh episode. Like without that, imagine the episode without that at all, and then it kind of loses all of its draw. Yeah. Granted, we are getting a point with the X Files where it's going to be a little bit more consistently good. Once we hit about season three to five, it's going to be like out of the park from my memory. And granted, my memory not great. I, and I agree with Merce. It's like I honestly can't remember a lot about this episode after watching it. And I don't know if it's just where I'm. I am like mentally right now and physically, or if it's just not, it left not that much of an impression on me. Well, I remember is really wanting to recreate that effect. Oh, with the twitching, with the pulsing. Well, the look, the, the, the boil inside of the indented red flesh kind of look, even though that's not how boils end up looking. It's still cool. and it is kind of a cool notion with like epi- like viral epidemiology and bacterial epidemiology, though. Mm-hmm. I think I kind of glossed over the point that there was a big question as to whether or not Scully was infected. Yeah, see, it, that's not important. It's unimportant. Did you just Scully's say- immortal? So, Shh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we don't. We can't talk about this. Um, <laughs> well, we'll talk about it when we get to Clyde, Clyde Bruckman's final repose, but. Jeez, now I forgot what I was gonna say there. Thanks, Marissa. I was I, when I watched that again, I and I realized they that they accidentally, you know, it wasn't on purpose, foreshadowed something. Like I was so excited. Yeah, and like I said, we'll talk about it when we get there. But it's sort of like I I don't know what I was gonna say. Thanks. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I had a good point. Well, hey, let's uh, go ahead and <sighs> disseminate some information before we give our final ruling. On FM Asculata. Oh, now I remember. Uh, go ahead now. God damn it. Uh, no, it was some cool uh, bacterial epidemiology, though, is that it's not the fly itself. It's sort of like, like I said, like bubonic plague. It's not the rats that will kill you. It's the bacterial growing on the rat. That's kind of a cool thing. That's me. So <laughs> deadly bacteria, the medicinal mass network. The Medicinal Mass Network brings fine audio to you. And bacterial infections. Here's Valentina to tell you about it. (laughs) Yeah, head on over to MedicinalMass.com and listen to some of the finest podcasts we have to offer. And go ahead and pick up some of our bacterial infections. Right now, they're running at a discount, 50% off. And if you become a subscriber to our Patreon, you get an extra 75% off to your bacterial infection. Okay, and uh, for those that read books, even though I think they're a little bit fruity, I think I like to point out that my wife is the writer of several books and uh, publisher of many. And you can go to what's the website, dear? Oh, schuffwrites.com, or they can use the Amazon link and buy them uh, for Kindle. Right. <laughs> And we're not going to a convention until like October. Yeah, we don't have anything to go to until October. So we'll let you know when that happens. We'll let you know. And finally, we we point our thing to our resident artist, Marissa. I really want ice cream. (laughs) I can draw you ice cream. Oh, my God. Yes. You can can find me on Facebook. Uh, Usually linked with every podcast I do drawings and sounds and currently designing the uh, uh, diseases and bacterial infections that medicinal mass offers. I, I'm one of the many designers. I'm 
using my own body as the laboratory. We are also and we are cultivating a retrovirus. Anyway, uh, do you have a do you have a deviant art? I do, but it's very old and doesn't have a lot of the new stuff. But it does have a lot, like good examples, I guess. Yeah, and uh, are your commission prices very reasonable? Very, very much. I I work with you. Uh, I have a baseline price for like like for example, like if you just want a doodle of something black and white, ten dollars, like. 10 to 20, depending on how complicated, and it climbs from there with most things. Baseline yeah, price, yeah. $10. If you, want, if you want color, <laughs> if you want, like, you know... Yeah. Photorealistic yeah. appendages. It's like, if you want, like... Sprinkles. If you want blood spatter so <laughs> real that you... <laughs> I really fucking want ice cream right now, though. <laughs> so, this is uh, our final review of uh f masculata and i am going to give this one um uh three pustule pork chops Shannon, i was gonna just sing wild boys by uh duran duran at it except i'm going to put wild boars where boys are that's very clever wild boars they're born you wild boars are full of pus while boars <laughs> don't desert you. I I'm I'm done. <laughs> and uh, Marissa, I give this one three out of five, like maybe two and a half out of five men who are clearly going to the bathroom to solicit other men for sex. <laughs> <laughs> and Valentine, that was a truck stop, right? Yeah, they were. To- he was totally looking for a whore. Yeah, she was mad before she was worried. Yeah, I will give this one three straws sticking into one of the largest uh, pimples I've ever seen, so you can share the pus with a friend or two. Aww. Oh, that's so nice. All right, Shannon, give us next week's episode. Uh, join us next time in which um, Tony Shalhoub gives us one of the funniest performances of his life. And uh, kills us with shadows. Fun. Fun. <laughs> and, and that's soft light. Enjoy. Next, uh, and, join us. Uh, join you? us. The FBI basement airs uh, most Thursdays. Question mark. <laughs> uh, coming to you via the Medicinal Mass Network, supported by our patrons on patreon.com slash FBI basement for Shannon, Marissa and Valentine. I am Todd saying good night and the truth is out there. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more from our other shows on the medicinal mass network. Man, that's some bullshit. (laughs) I didn't pee on that bitch. Why are you so fucking awkward?